Eat that box in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Forever waiting for someone to like us. Bitches love record players. Okay, don't swallow it, that's gross. Hello, my little sex kittens. This is Raven, and welcome to Raven After Dark. What the fuck is up, everybody? Happy Titty Tuesday. So I want to start this episode off with taking a journey back to August of 2020. Hot girl summer was coming to an end. COVID cases are on a decline. And I got invited to my first model photographer meetup. I was stoked. So I think I got there at like mm, eight or nine in the morning. It was an all day event. And I was just sitting there bullshit and playing with my thumbs. I didn't know anybody there. A friend of a friend of a friend invited me to go or it was one of the photographers that I previously shot with was going to be there. So I guess I knew one person there, but it's not like I was friends with them or like acquaintances. So I was just hanging out, chin chilling. And all of a sudden, this beautiful angel of a woman comes up to me and we start talking. We start chit chatting. We really start to hit it off. We start talking about what we're going to wear. And I'm like, oh, you know, I have a couple things, nothing too crazy. She goes, bitch, do you want to borrow some of my stuff? And I look at her and was like, mm, I mean, yeah, that, that'd be great. That'd be really cool. Takes my hand, leads me down the hallway. We go into one of the guest bedrooms. She <laughs> turns around and looks at me and proceeds to open four suitcases that are almost as big as her full of lingerie. She says, this one's tops, this one's bottoms, this one's bralettes, this one's bodysuits. You can wear literally whatever you want. And I was shooketh. In that moment, I knew I was going to be in love with this woman for the rest of my life. And I knew that I had to keep her in my life. And that was the start of Emily and I's beautiful friendship. You know, it's really not easy to make friends as adults. I feel like it's really easy to make acquaintances. But to actually take the time to get to know somebody and have your schedules work out and actually build a friendship, I think is pretty rare once you get into your early, mid, late 20s. So to meet somebody in the middle of the pandemic during COVID and actually keep a friendship with them and want to continue this friendship for the rest of my life in this life and the next, I think is pretty magical. So I am super excited for you guys to hear this episode. You are going to hang out with my dear friend, Emily and I. We're going to talk about traveling. We're going to talk about boobs. We're going to talk about lingerie and just what it's like to be us and be models and all the things that we go through. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys have fun. Buckle up, buttercup. Let's play with some titties. Miss Emily, tell me about your day. How was your day? What have you been up to? You know, working. Working and twerking away? Working and twerking. No, I've... uh... Had a lot of emails to catch up on. I'm okay. very, very behind. Um, I was hosting clients in town this weekend, so I was Exciting. with them for like 12 hours a day. Doing what on the surface looks like amazing, fun stuff, like going on UTVs and going to fancy dinners and like museum tours mm. and, you know, all these fun things. But it's a 12-hour day with someone in your car that you have to literally talk to nonstop and be on. And entertain them. And entertain. Ugh. It's a lot. But, like I mean, it was fun, but it was right after my birthday, so I was not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Still a little drunk from the day prior. I was. Still a little intoxicated. Exactly. Because then you can sleep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, 
what do you do for work exactly, Miss Emily? So I, my real girl job, um, is that I promote tourism to come to Scottsdale. So I Ooh. tell people, hey, tell your people to come to Scottsdale. Very nice. Yeah. How long have you been doing that for? Um, it'll be five years in August. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah that means I'm going to get more vacation time Ooh, next year. Ooh, there you go. Now, your job's pretty cool because you get to travel internationally. Tell me about that. Yeah, so um, I work with, like, tour operators and travel agents. So basically what that means is, like, the twoies of the world and, like, travel counselors and, you know, Cruise and Risen and all these other companies. Um, basically, they have product that they sell. So some people only sell the U.S., some people sell Canada, Mexico, and the U.S., and then some people sell the world, okay. and it's my job to travel to these people's offices and educate their travel agents to say, if someone's like, hey, I really want to go to a warm weather long haul destination, instead of going to the beach, it's like, have you considered Scottsdale? Mm. Um, so I travel for trade shows as well, but um, a lot of the trips are like, we call them trainings, but really it's me giving a PowerPoint with pretty photos saying, this is why you should sell Scottsdale, and here's how you sell it, which is kind of important. Ah, interesting. So in your travels, where's your least favorite place that you've been to? Mm, Boise, Idaho. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I was expecting. (laughs) It's not glamorous. Um, Wait, wait, wait. Is that fair? Is that the... the Yeah, that's the shitty. What made it so shitty? That's so funny. Um, Well, it's Boise. Okay. Um, I've never been to Idaho. It was February. Okay. Um, It was freezing cold. I was in the downtown. I... I mean, I don't know. Maybe I need to give... that. The sad part is, is I have a really good friend from Idaho. Um, not from Boise, but Boise, I think, is more for, like, the outdoor stuff. And I didn't okay. do that. I literally was just in, like, Boise, the city center. And normally when I have conferences, they, like, go all out, right? Like, mm-hmm. one time we got, like, exclusive access to, like, Disneyland right after Star Wars opened. And Hell we had the yeah. park to ourselves. And there was, like, drink, sta- drink stations, like, set up everywhere. Um, so it's really hard to go to, like, Boise when you're, like in a room with weird food and a spud buddy, a.k.a. potato man, just walking. A potato man? Yeah, because they're known for potatoes. It's Idaho. So was it someone dressed as a potato? Mm -hmm. And I hate potatoes. So, like, it was a little (laughs) You and Mariah are meant to be friends. (laughs) This is why we are friends. We hate potatoes. You don't know. We have, like, a potato club on the side. I would love to be part of that. Actually, the tater hater. <laughs> that is literally what we call it. But yeah, no, I think boy, mm, I think Boise's lit. Mm, yeah, I think Boise. Okay, so what's your favorite place that you've traveled to? That's tough. I've been to some really cool places. Um, I absolutely fell in love with the Netherlands and Amsterdam. I really want to go there. Yeah, that oh. was not for work. Um, it like it was me adding a trip. Um, on my own dime, but it was incredible. I mean, there was just something really cool, and I went in the spring, and so Kuchenhof, I'm probably butchering how you say that, but it's like the um, the tulip flower garden, like in Lessie, and you have to like ride a bus out, but it's like rows and rows and rows of beautiful tulips, Ugh. and it was stunning, um, and the Van Gogh Museum's there, which like, it's insane. Love- I got bamboozled by the I Am Amsterdam Tourism Board, though, <laughs> because I didn't realize that you had to pre-book museum entrance for Van Gogh, because it's so popular, and it's like so over touristy in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. and so I went <clears> to the museum, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go, and they were like, oh, the next available slot is two months from now, and I was like, <laughs> what, what, and so I start like frantically looking 
mean? Like, this is where my, like, travel knowledge comes in handy. I'm like, does tickets have anything? Does this? Does that? And I found I am Amsterdam. And so, basically, it's, like, this card. And you pay, like, 85 bucks. It's actually a good deal if you're in Amsterdam for, like, a while. Because um, you get, like, free museum admission to oh. multiple ones. You get, like, special slots, a.k.a. the Van Gogh Museum. Um, I did, like, a canal boat tour um and then also one of my favorite lingerie boutiques in the world is actually in 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 amsterdam it's called pleasurements okay um fanciest shit i've ever seen like it pretty much would break your bank um they like carry brands like bordel um agent provocateur cadole um their own line but it's like very sexy stuff they also do a lot of like kink stuff because it's another one it's kinky. It's kinky. Um, walked through the red light district. That was cool. Um, did it right at dusk. And I just kind of like walked through and it was interesting because like I've worked in like bars and restaurants and you can always tell when people are about to go on a shift because they're just like on their phone in the back mm-hmm. and they're like eating the chips. Like, you know, like, <laughs> God damn it. I got to get through this. And it was just wild because I like walked down this row and it's not like the main row because they have like a main red light district. Okay. There's signs everywhere because tourists are like taking photos of these people. It's their job, like their actual job. So there's like signage everywhere. It's like, do not take a photo. I snuck. I snuck one, like, but not of the girls, like more of like the row of the okay. like, um, like, looking back, you could see a red light, but nothing in the windows. But it was, like, wild because, like, you had one girl, like, up on the top, and she was just, like, on her phone, like, texting, like, as if, like, we were texting on the couch right now. And then there was, like, another girl who I guess was, like, closing out a deal because there was, like, some gentleman there. The curtains were, like, half open. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I was, like, right at the start of their shift. So I would go back. I want to go back and, like, see it in full, like... But I did look up, like, menus because I was like, oh, my God, how yeah. much does this stuff cost? So cheap. It's super cheap, yeah. So cheap. One of my friends was just there, and he was saying that it was, like, 20, 30 bucks for, like, a blowjob. Mm-hmm. But then another blowjob with a condom. But then, like, another 20 bucks to actually come. Like, they would give you head, but for you to actually, like... What? Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, so it's he was like... I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure, like, I guess, you know, but he's like... Eh. Did he do it? Yeah, he did. Was it was it good? He said it was weird, which I feel like a blowjob with a condom would be terrible for the. I mean, both ways. Why didn't he just have sex? Um, did he? I don't think he had sex. I feel like I would have been like, "What's the What's the full package?" I don't I think he had sex. Right? Like I don't know. Yeah, that would suck. I mean, yeah. I don't have a dick, so I don't. I don't actually know. But what like the taste like. of rubber in your mouth while giving it head, was probably like flavor. Is that, is that better, though? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. For the Rubber girl, cherry condoms. Maybe. The girl's probably better. I mean, then his dick smells good for the next person that has sex with it. <laughs> right? There you go. You can thank the lady in the red light district for that, baby girl. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. It was cool. I, Amsterdam, I think I liked it because it was just, like, really neat. And I found, like, a little mm-hmm. speakeasy that was neat. Made friends with, like, the bartender. It was just a cool... I think it was just a really cool experience. And I want to say that that was the first, like, trip that I ever took just on my own like on my actual own that like it was multiple days that I had to like in a country that does speak English as one of their languages they speak like five languages there um but I think that was the other reason it was like my first like true trip alone too which I think was like very empowering how did you like that traveling by yourself um it's awesome it's awesome and terrible all at once because you want to share stuff like the Kuchenhof I want to be like oh my god 
<laughs> and you have to like ask a bunch of people for photos of yourself and then like I probably could be that girl that ends up on influencers in the wild and like make them take the photo like 20 times but I'm yeah. not I'm gonna have them take like two and like mm-hmm. call it a day I usually see people that need a photo and then I offer to take theirs first and then I'm like oh do you mind taking one of me usually they trade. just offer it before yeah. I even ask and I'm like <laughs> thank you um but you get to like meet people I think like you also literally you're on your own schedule so you can do whatever nice. you want. Like, um, I can go on this boat tour or I can not go on the boat tour. I'm going to spend 85 unnecessary dollars to go to a museum because that's what I want to do. Whereas if I was with someone who that wasn't interesting, they might not have done it. Yeah. Um, so I like, I don't know. You make friends. Like I said, like you just talk to people. It forces you to talk to people. Yeah. Um, it's not always easy. Um, this was also like pre COVID time. So I don't know how much it would change, but at the same time, I'm pretty good at talking to people post COVID times too. So I don't know. Okay. Um, it's very inspiring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amsterdam sticking with it. I almost like changed my mind. I was like, no, there's a different trip. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. (laughs) So what's a, what's a traveling tip you have for somebody? Um, don't over research it. Okay. Like, you know, kind of roughly no areas, okay. um, but kind of go with the flow. Like I never look up best restaurants anywhere I go. Um, I just kind of like walk around. Oh my gosh, that reminds me, Amsterdam. So I did this trick. I just kind of like walked around. Um, my boyfriend's vegan. Well, not vegan, but vegetarian. And so like I always, because I'm a good person, will test <laughs> vegetarian and vegan food around the world. No, but it is like I eat it all the time at home. Yeah. So like I need it. It's tasty. I it's, like it. It's really good. So there was this place called Vegan Junk Food in Amsterdam. And okay. I was like, this is this is hitting my spot. Um, and so I went and there, my waitress was like super nice, and which is weird because like sometimes European staff is not like, it's not like America. They're not based on a tip system. And so oh, like. They, interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're just base salary. That's cool. Um, and she was just super nice. And I was like, hey, like, you know, it's it's my last, like, true night in Amsterdam. I, like, want to go out. But, like, I'm by myself. Like, is there places, you, like, you would go or you would recommend? I was like, I don't want to go somewhere touristy. Um, and I was like, is this place cool? Because I just kind of, like, once I find a cool spot, I, like, look in that area. And I'm like, oh, there's another one. And kind of, like, walk in front of the restaurant or bar. And I'm like, okay, I will not go in you. <laughs> and then, or this, this seems like a good choice. Um, and so I was talking to her and she's like, it's just you? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, okay, hold on a minute. And like text on her phone. And she's like, okay. She's like, what do you think about like a speakeasy? And I was like, is that even a question? Like, yeah. Yes. Yes. And she's like, okay, let me text like this guy that I like used to talk to. I used to work at this place. Hold on a minute. Text, 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 text. She's like, you're all set. The code is like blood sausage. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. And she's like, you're going to go to this place. I think it was called like the butcher I don't know. It was a meat. It was like a meat store. Blood sausage like, makes sense. Legitimately looked like a meat grocery store. Okay. And then you had to go to the back and you had to knock on this like silver door. First, you had to give the password, which was blood sausage that day. Then after that, you go to another door where there's a guy with like an iPad. So then you had to be on the reservation. So not only did you have to like have a code, you had to like have another code. Oh. And then I went into like by far the coolest place I've ever fucking been. It was like they were playing like. 90s 2000 hip-hop and so it's like all my favorite music there's like sparklers going off people are like dancing everywhere it's like super super fun like not like a typical speakeasy where it's like a quiet yeah no it was like dope it was a party and so like you know i'm like i grab a drink um i always drink gin so i'm just like standing watching drinking gin and like i'm by myself so like that's when it kind of sucks right because you're like standing in a bar it's super loud and you're like "Mm, this sucks 
Um, but then you talk to people. What I do is I just kind of like stare around at people and try to like make eyes. Just stare at them aggressively. Not aggressively, <laughs> but enough to like catch their eye. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you know what? You're giving off really good vibes. I, I truly believe that eyes are the windows to people's souls. Yeah. So like if people have good eyes, like you can literally connect with them and you can always see inside their little souls. Um, and so, you know, I like chatted, like this group of guys were out, like one of them had like a hand in a cast. I made a joke. I was like, oh, did you like drink too much? Like, um, the other thing is. Fortunately, I was in Amsterdam, so they spoke the same language. When you go to a bar where they don't, it gets complicated. But I have pulled that off, too. Um, but I was just kind of, like, chatting and, like, making jokes. And they were like, oh, like, what are you doing? And I start talking. Oh, and they, like, apparently I also, like, blend in really well because they were like, oh, you're American. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. It's my first time in Amsterdam. And they're like, are you fucking kidding me? They were like, I've lived here for three fucking years. And I just found out about this place. So they were like, how the fuck did you find it? I was like. I don't know. I, I, I just, I just, I just know people. I'm here. And so, um, so yeah, I don't know. So that was also, I don't know. Amsterdam just had all these like really cool little stories. Yeah. Um, and I also got to do a really cool shoot while I was there. Ooh, so let's I talk tra- about that. Yeah. So when I travel, I always try to like find photographers <coughs> that are like in wherever I go. It's okay. not always easy. Like Boise didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, shout out to any, you know, Boise people, maybe you're great. Hit up I Emily. Don't know. Um, but no, so there is a photographer that I had worked with before um, in Paris, actually. And he's a traveling photographer. He's super awesome. Um, we've become really good friends over the years. And um, he's actually the first photographer that like I met in another country, which also is like completely like you know, most people are like, what the fuck? But it was awesome. Um, he's like super moody and artsy. And he's actually who recommended I went to that lingerie store actually. Um, and mainly because he like knew I needed stuff to shoot, but it was so much fun. It was my first bondage shoot that I've ever done. Um, it was my first time ever being tied up like truly with someone who knows the art of like Shabari and everything. Um, it was so cool. Um, some of my favorite photos, I don't share those. Those are like my personal thing. I, because that's the same guy that did the one of you in the, the phone booth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I remember those. Yeah. So we, the first time was in Paris. So we did like super moody stuff at like the Louvre and the Eiffel Tower. Um, Amsterdam was the second time we shot together. He's from the Netherlands. So he like met me. Very cool. Um, we went to this really cool place in like Amsterdam Nord, I think it is North. I don't know. I'm going to assume that's what it means. But anyways, we had to take a ferry and it's like this creative area of Amsterdam. And so like, there was like all these like cool shaped buildings and boxes and like rooms. Just artsy fartsy stuff. It was so cool. Um, so we did that. And then like, I obviously had a hotel room, so we went back and then that's where we did like the more bondagey stuff. Um, but it was, it was super cool. So Amsterdam was just like, it checked a lot of firsts, like first solo trip, first bondage shoot, um, you know, first time seeing sex workers, like in like in their life. best, yeah. like true life, not in real life. Cause I've, but, I've known yeah. people without, I don't know. depends on how you define what a true sex worker there is you go. too. Um, got bamboozled by spending too much money on something. Like, I don't know, <laughs> tons of things, but Amsterdam, it was, it was really fun. I, I, so I think it's all the memories combined. I think there's other places I really have also enjoyed. Um, but that's what life is. I don't know. It's making memories. Yeah. So advice, don't look things up and go with the Just flow. Just go with it. Because if I did, like, I never probably could have found any of that on my own. Yeah. If, if you, stuff. you would have been in the wrong areas. Yeah. Yeah. Just be nice to people. When you when you travel seriously, just like smile and make eye contact, you will potentially attract real creepy dudes. So be mindful. <laughs> That's just normal. <laughs> but, Those yeah, are just dudes like, in general. But at the same time, I mean, people usually are like on vacation. 
Yeah. I don't know. People are trying to live. You also learn everyone literally does the same thing. They're hanging out with their friends. They're talking. You know, if, if you like drinking, you're drinking. Yeah. yeah. It's just fun. Very cool. Yeah. So you mentioned your lingerie. Yes. What got you into modeling? What got you into lingerie? So it's kind of two stories. So when I lived in Las Vegas, there was a guy who I became friends with who was a photographer. And we, I went through a real rough, real rough breakup. Um, But we were just kind of talking and like we kind of hit it off uh we had to travel to go to a work event together and so we had to drive to get there and it was a long time in the car and we just kind of talked we you know from like a personality he was very interesting to me I was fascinated by him um and one day he was like you know like it was more flirty it kind of went more flirty um but it was just an interesting relationship that's like a whole other day that's another podcast (laughs) but um but he was a photographer and one time he was like oh can we like He's like, I need to test, like, photos, like, test equipment or something. It sounds, it, it sounds so creepy because it wasn't. Like, I don't really know 100% how we got from, like, being friends to, like, this. But he was kind of, like, I think when we were on that car ride, I just, like, shared a lot of stuff. Um, and so he was like, oh, I kind of want to test, like, a new way to shoot. Like, could you, like, model for me? And I was like, okay, like, that's fine. And I think at first it was, like, real basic, and then eventually it, like, became, like, more, like, ooh, we can, like, really have fun with this and be, like, more scandalous, and that's what eventually became Monroe Musings, actually. He, um, I owe a lot to him in the sense of, like, he taught me what to look for, like, kind of, I always had an eye for photography, but he kind of was, like, in this space, which is, like, a very fine line between artistic and porn. Yeah. It, it, it's so close. It's, it's, yeah. And so he kind of broke it down and was, like, here's what I see versus and even on some of those things we disagreed um but he kind of taught me that he kind of gave me like a few initial brands like arsenic to follow and then I kind of snowballed it off of that um so that's kind of how like the modeling let's say started um the lingerie it kind of went at the same time but I am petite I'm super curvy I've had tits since I was like in second grade beautiful boobs like but beautiful boobs huge huge knockers yep. had to wear a bra in second grade second grade i think i had indents in my chest in second it was grade. horrible like, i was the tallest person at the time can you believe that <laughs> i'm like five two guys i'm munchkin <laughs> second grade was my peak i peaked in second grade i had boobs and i was the tallest yeah life God has just damn. been downhill since God then damn. but i think for me like so because i'm super petite super fucking curvy i never ever 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 can find clothes that fit me like real clothes like i you know and then you look at these like runway models or taller models even and like everything is built for people that are not curvy yeah so when you wear that really pretty v-neck like it looks super badass when i wear it I look like a slut because my tits are <laughs> popping out and I can't I'm not even, complaining and I can't even control it. Yeah. And so I think I was just, I was always so frustrated and most girls, they're, they're like, I'm size blah, 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 jean and blah, 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 shirt and blah, 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 whatever. I don't know my size at all. <coughs> period. Like couldn't tell you what pants size I wear. Can't tell you what shirt size I wear. I mean, cause I it just varies know, so it much. It varies so much. Damn. It's based on fabric. It's based on that. And then I found lingerie. And for me, I was like, I know I'm a 32 double, triple D, what, double D at the time. This is, this is Victoria's Secret sizing. Shout out to, to, to 
real brands. I'm sorry. If if anyone on Victoria's Secret Land is listening to this, you guys suck. No, their sizes They're weird. horrible. Ryan and they don't know how to video. size. Yeah, it's all wrong. And they're terrible to people that... Anyways, another one. <laughs> um, but if you actually go to like a true place that sells true lingerie, true luxury lingerie, and it, and, and it is because it's like your body, um, the fit, they actually like... You don't have to measure, and it's not based on like your waist, and it's not based on your cup. It's because every piece of lingerie is built with different fabrics, and it hugs your body. Shout out to Story Essentials for learning all of this. When you go to their store, they will never give you, they'll never pull out a tape measure. They will size you based on fit. And Interesting. I will tell you, since I've started like replacing all my old Victoria's Secret stuff that I bought at the semi-annual sale, um, it's been a game changer. Like The one thing about big tits is you have huge back problems. Yeah. And... I can tell when I wear a bra if it fits or not based on how badly my back hurts. Wow. It's insane. And so I think not only did I find something that finally fit, that was consistently fitting, um, it makes you feel good. Yeah. It makes you feel super sexy. Like, I don't know. And there's all kinds of varieties of it. Like, you know, there's something about in the morning when you wake up and you like look at your bras and you're like, which mood am I in today? Yeah. Like, am I feeling like a basic nude t-shirt or am I like, nah, bitch, like I'm going to wear strappy. Ooh. And like, I think it just, I don't know. It like, it evolves. And, um, but that's kind of where I got into it. And so typically now, like I always try to find local boutiques. That's the other okay. thing. It's like any other thing in the world. Like try to shop when you can at like a small boutique cause they care. Mm-hmm. They're going to custom curate <clears throat> pieces um, but I've also gone to, like, the name brand stores, like, you know, Asian Provocateur and, like, Coco Demur and, like, these other ones. Um, what's also interesting about, like, lingerie is, like, price-wise, it's, like, very intimidating because you're like, oh, I don't know if I can spend, like, 200 bucks on a bra. But, like, that's your back. Like, that's yeah. that's your ladies. Like, yeah. And and if you if you fit right, that'll last you for years. Yeah. And it's Whereas, like, quality. how many times have you had a Victoria's Secret bra where the wire, like stabs you. you i mean i don't really wear bras but if you did if you did <laughs> when i used to wear bras don't <laughs> wear anymore you did but um but yeah so that's kind of where like the whole lingerie started and then i kind of merged them together um i was like i really like this this is when i feel the most confident and like fun and sexy and so kind of like snowballed from that point i really. love that yeah so with you being sexy online and you having a big girl job, do you find that there's any issues with that? How do you manage both of that? Because I don't know how your work would feel about you being sexy with your big old titties out. Yeah, you know, that's that's something that I should probably, like, review my employee handbook sometime soon. <laughs> um, but, you know, the one thing is, is, like, it's anonymous. Like, not anonymous, it's obviously my face. And the more technology advances, the scarier that becomes. Um, then again, if someone at my job had the time or desire to do something like a reverse image search, crazy face. Like, thing, why would they? I, yeah, I don't get it. Um, but so when I first set it up, I, well, here's the other thing. I also did PR. And when I did PR, I was like dealing with influencers all the time. I was like, I could do this better than them. Also, at the same time, I like was with this photographer friend of mine and I was just like, he's like, well, why don't you then? And so that kind of also, like, it was, like, a light bulb. So, like, we, like, went through branding. We went through all kinds of stuff. Um, and it was helpful to have someone, like, he's a creative director. Like, this is his job is to do exactly what we were trying to do. Um, it was weird, though, because when we had a falling out, like, I almost lost the entire account. Really? Yeah, because at the beginning, he had all the passwords to every single thing. Um, and eventually, we had a huge falling out. And he locked me out of all the accounts at one point, And it was devastating. 
and I was upset because I was like, first of all, it's my face on it. Like, yeah, you have all like you took the photos, but it's my face in the world. I was like, this is something we built together. This is something that like I have put a lot of me into. Like, yeah, you're there, but you're not in it. Um, and eventually he gave it back, and then eventually I changed all the passwords, so it could never happen again. <laughs> um, but that was wild. Um, but with jobs, so roughly around the same time, so when we first kind of like kicked it off, like it was a lot of following, you know, social media was so different in 2016 than it is now. And so the first thing, at first I didn't do anything, you know, it was like a different name. You can't find it by searching my name. Um, it was only on Instagram. I think there was a Facebook page. I don't even know. It might exist. I don't know. Um, we were going to have a website, so I own a domain. That, that's, that's no cool. Website. I didn't know that. Yeah, I pay like $30 a year for something that eventually I need to build. Yeah, um, but it's there. It's but good it's to have. there. Um, he was smart enough to use the handle on every single like platform, although I think I lost Twitter. I think there's some other person with it on Twitter. Um, but I'm not a big tweeter. Yeah, yeah. it's um, And so basically, at first it was fine. And then like I have a normal account for like my real like, you mm. know, friends, family, friends, et cetera. Family. And. I think one time Instagram was like, oh, do you want to, like, find friends you know? And I was like, of course I do. And I didn't realize it did it on both of them. Mm. Both accounts because they're the same same phone, same whatever. Yeah, phone number, email, And whatever. all of a sudden, like, I started having to post these, like, stories. It's funny. Like, I used a fan. Like, I posted a story of a fan circling just to see who I knew would pop up on it. And it started being, like, crazy. None of them were following the account. But they were, like, seeing the story. Not tons, but, like, enough that I was, like, oh, fuck. So I made the account private immediately. And then I proceeded to block every single person on my other account, <laughs> including myself. I am blocked on my own account. There you go. Um, And then I had to block people that knew people. Like, so then it was, like, okay, well, they follow me. But who else did they follow or are followed by that I know? And a lot of it was, like, work people. And so basically, I think, like, at this point, I have, like, 5,000 people blocked. Some insane thing like that. Like, it's it's awful. Um, but that's one of the ways I try to protect myself with it. Um, and as bad as it sounds, I also told myself, I was like, if I hit 10,000 followers, I'll feel, like, better about it. Because then it's, like, not, like, some little rinky-dink, I have 300 followers mm-hmm. and I'm, like, pathetic and looking for attention. Or, I don't yeah. know. I, you know, you downward spiral yeah. yourself. Um and so now that I've hit, like, a bigger following, like... What are you at now? I think I'm, like, 13,000. Yeah, I was looking at it the other day. Yeah. yeah. It, it was crazy. I was at 5,000 a year ago. That's awesome. And, like, I've never paid for anything. I've never paid for bots. No. No. Don't do that. I don't... I, I mean, I just don't. It's just, like, organic. And I think, like, it as a, a page has also evolved. Like, now I use it. Like, I have really long-form comments. And I... Yeah. Um, it's almost like I used to be a big journal until, like crazy shit happened same story we'll go back to that in one day um but like I used to journal and then I stopped because it was like horrible and I think in a weird way it's like helping reintroduce journaling because I can talk but what's wild is like I have incredible followers like obviously some of them are like you know emoji with tongue out fire emoji yeah. like, you know like and and I respond to them and you know I have like a very distinct red heart and like the yellow sparkle mm-hmm. I put it to everything I comment because that way well unless I personally know the person um, any account that I don't know the person on that account, I use it with because then it marks this is Monroe. This is the actual Monroe because mm. there are so many fake accounts trying to pop up left and yeah. right. Yeah. Someone tried to make a Wix account using my photos off Instagram. Did you see that? What's Wix? Wix is like a website builder. So someone like made a fake like OnlyFans, not OnlyFans, only for fans or some shit like that. 
and then like used my email that's linked on my account to set up a Wix account. Wix, and I only found out about it because Wix was emailing me that was like, oh, your new website's built here. Click to activate it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that happened last week. You know, I think I did see that. I wanted to ask you about it because I hadn't heard of that before. Yeah. I mean, normally it's like an Instagram page with a link that like bamboozles mm-hmm. people out of money. I am very fortunate that a lot of my followers are very loyal. And I think a lot of it is because I respond to every comment. You really do. You're very active on the page. Like, in everyone. <clears throat> I will always respond. Even if you send me, you know, profanity emojis and some some girls that I've talked to, they're like, oh my God, do you actually respond to those? And I'm like, yeah, if they put it, if they put themselves out there, why not? They're yeah. not hurting me. Yeah, true. Like, I don't care. And as I've continued to respond, people are actually writing more and more because I think they're like, holy shit, she's actually reading this and actually yeah. has a brain and actually wants to talk. Um, so it's crazy. Like I was telling you, like I know handles of people I follow. I don't follow them. I never check DMs. Like I scan them. Like, so I read them, but I don't respond to them because mm-hmm. I told you like Instagram can tell you when you're on. Yeah. And I've accidentally accepted people that it was like, oh, we should do a shoot or something like that. And then they end up being like fucking creepy mm. and you have to block them and it's just like shitty. So I'm very, very selective on who I pull out of the DMs. Um, and in my book, I'm like, if you comment on my page, if you respond when I do like Q of A's, then yeah, I'll give you my time of day because you weren't hiding behind like this private wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's cool. I don't know. That's like my personal philosophy on it. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So it's just a balance of covering your butt and making sure that people aren't. Oh yeah. That's what we were trying to. Oh yeah. With work. Sorry. So yeah. So I blocked it a bunch connects. of people. Yeah. It all connects. But I blocked a bunch of people. You know, it's definitely my own name. I think like the first like, oh shit moment is there's a publication called Seaheads Magazine. I like wrote something about my boobs and my relationship with my boobs and oh, they beautiful. published it. And that was like the first time I was like published for like my writing. It's not my real name, which is like a bummer, but I was like, that's okay because it's like everything else about me. Did that happen this past year? It was in 2020. It's a while. It's linked on my page. You can read it. I do. I think I did read it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I did. I feel like I remember that happening. Yeah. So I wrote it because I, I, I used to write and the whole plan, the reason the domain was bought is I wanted to like actually do like a blog with it. You and should. that is like the goal. I mean, I'm getting there. It's just, it's time. So like... On one side, it's, oh, shit, I have to make sure that, like, this secret life is hidden from my big girl job, so to speak. Um, Which is, I mean, at this point, it's pretty seamless. Like, if I meet people through my job, they automatically get blocked on my uh, Monroe account. Um, But, like, friends, I'm getting a lot more loosey-goosey with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not, like, crazy, but, like, I have let more people know, which has been really exciting for me, too, because, like... I don't know. I was always so scared and like ashamed. Like I've always been like super pro sex and like crazy yeah. and like all that. But I don't know. There's like a difference because you never really know what people are going to think and you yeah. should never do things based on what people think. But for a very, very long time, no one knew about it. And I think in a weird way, I actually liked that too because what? it was my own secret world mm. that I could just say and do whatever with no yeah. fear of anyone knowing. Um, but I will say, as much as I kind of miss that a little bit, I'm happier having people that I know know about it. Yeah. I'd rather have that. Yeah, it's an amazing page. You take amazing pictures. You're super gorgeous. Like, why do you want to share that with people? Yeah. Well, and I think it gets me excited, and it gets yeah. them excited. And, like, they ask me questions about it, and I can, like, talk to them. And, you know, it, it's nice to have, like, a base of support. I think, like, every person in the world, guys, too, like, everyone should fucking take sexy photos of themselves. It hypes you the fuck yes, up. Yes, ma'am. Everyone take hot nudes. It literally, like, even if you just, like, delete them as soon as you take them, like, do it. 
I actually, when I went through this account, so like in Vegas, I was a miserable person. I was so sad. I went through so much shit. And that, I think that's another reason I poured so much of myself in this because it was like the one happy thing I had. Um, but I like gained an insane amount of weight. I've always been like relatively fit because I played sports and I like work out and I like try to eat good. I, in Vegas, it was terrible. Like that's why I can't have Taco Bell because I ate it literally <laughs> every day. I'm not kidding. I have not had Taco Bell since 2017. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I have an insane note on my phone where it's like, do not eat Taco Bell, you bitch. <laughs> I had to write one. I think Pops I'll, up like I'll every six months, you know, just randomly. Room. It's insane. It's like the funniest thing I've ever put. But I had a lot of weight. Like, I think from my like normal weight, I was up 50 pounds. Okay. Um, happens. Yeah, and it does. But like for me, what was crazy is I was still doing this at like what I felt was my lowest point. And it didn't inspire me to, like, lose weight. I lost weight because I was unhappy with myself, and I was eating because I was unhappy, and I, like, We've it was there. all of that yeah. stuff. Like, who gives a fuck what you weigh or measure? Like, as long as you're healthy and you feel healthy, yeah. who gives a fuck? But I think it helped. I think in a weird way, like, this account helped me do that. Had I not done it, I don't know if I would have lost all the weight. Hmm. I also, like, go to therapy and, like, focus a lot. So, I mean, there's well, a lot, yeah, of, like, there, There's a lot that it. goes into it. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, I remember the first time I, like, told my therapist about it. It took, like, I think... I think I had seen her for, like, months. Like, probably half a year before I even told my therapist. And then how did she react when you told her? Oh, my God. She thought it was great. Well, and then she, like, she wanted to see it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, like, I like showed it to her. And she's like, oh, my God, your tits are great. And I dude, was like, you're... thank you. I was like, thank you so much. You're so beautiful, dude. Um, it's just... Thanks. I don't know what to say. Just, just <laughs> soak it in. Just, just pull your tits out and just let me look, just let me look at you. She's a renaissance they lady, They are like folks. pillows. They are like pillows. Yeah, they are. They're very comfortable. I am very envious of everyone in the world around me. <laughs> I can use them. And you yeah. just can't... You, they're probably big enough you could like pit them on your face. Like they're... <laughs> nah, that's not going to work. She tried pushing her boobs up to her chin. <laughs> Doesn't work. Still cute though. But, Still works. But yeah, so I don't know. But it, it is a balance. It's tough. And then I think like now that the account's growing, there's like more demand around it right like there's a um, lot yeah and you're very active you post a bunch you're really you always ask questions on your story you post people's responses you always respond I try because it's a little community and like it's it's fun it's like a fun little like second job so to speak during the pandemic too when travel was tanking there's nothing to do it was literally helpful to like keep me motivated to like live (laughs) not not that serious but it like kept me engaged in something because it was very dire like every person in my real job their jobs were going away. They were losing their jobs. Like, people were dying. It was horrible during COVID to be in the travel industry. It's still horrible. Um, but it, it, like, it kept me going. Um, now it's crazy because, like, I remember the first brand that I ever reached out to to do, like, um, like a collaboration was, like, a year ago. It was right around my birthday. And they said yes. And at that point, I was, like, 5,000 followers, 6,000. I mean, like, I wasn't at that, like, pretty K. I didn't mm-hmm. have a K on my my numbers and it was so cool I was like I mean I'll buy lingerie like a hundred percent but it was so cool to be like this brand believes in me enough yeah based solely on just this page um and what's super wild about it now is like for the first time ever again right around my birthday another brand reached out reach out without me even like because like I'll start engaging with brands I really like and like I have one opportunity coming through that because I like they posted a Q&A and I was like, how do you like work with you? And they like were like, oh, we'll send you an email. Send us your email. 
So that one's also kind of exciting. Yeah. But, like, I still kind of did the work, let's say. Yeah. But I had my very first, like, no work. This brand was like, we would love to work with you. Fill out this form. We'll review your page. And I am going to get some free lingerie out of it. Heck yeah. I know. So that's kind of exciting. That's super exciting. (laughs) So then with doing that, you're going to do a photo shoot. They're going to need lingerie. Like, what's that breakdown all that so basically like each of them are going to be different you either elect to have them um, like either you post on your page and tag them or they get the content to repurpose as they wish um and you have the option to either do one or both and i always just say both because yeah why not not? my goal is hopefully i mean like i have like 93 percent men followers and like seven percent ladies i would love to be able to change that but so in my brain i'm like oh if lingerie brands like you know, if I start working with them and they, they show me, maybe that'll convince like one or two girls to start following me. Cause like, yeah. I love ladies. Like I want yeah. more. I, I do get along with guys a lot better. to be honest. Most of my, most of my friends that are girls are like me. We're like real, like, I don't know, bro That's something bad, but we're bros. We're definitely bros. <laughs> we're a hundred percent bros. <laughs> and like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, but so, so then you basically, they tell you how much they want. Some of them are like real specific. Some of them are very general. Um, and then, yeah, you just do a shoot and send them all your shit. That's so cool. But, yeah, it's super exciting. I, um, I'm i excited. But, like, so I usually will only buy brands that, like, I really like and it's the fit. Like, I do my best to kind of, like, take keep tabs. There's an entire, like, sub-industry of people that all they do is review lingerie. So there's some brands that, like, I'm like, oh, these brands are great. And then I'll read what they post. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Maybe I should do this. <laughs> um, but it is pretty cool because I follow, like, a lot of unique pages because okay. of it. Like, it's funny. Like, my, my normal account is where I catch up on, like, friends. And, and I'm it's sad to say, but, like, that's the one I'm on least. Um, but my other page, like, I have all these crazy accounts, like, photography accounts and, like, um, you know, model accounts. But then, like, other unique ones. Like, there's this one girl in the UK. I think her name's Lydia. And she does casting of boobs and vaginas for women to, like, give them self-empowerment. And she was, like, talking about how she – I think she has a book. And I was, like, oh, my God, I would love one. I'll promote the shit out of it. Like, but because UK, the US, it was complicated. We couldn't, like, figure it out. But I was, like, I'm obsessed with her and her work. Like You have to send me that page. That sounds crazy. It is so cool. Like, I'm just – it's incredible. And, like, all these women, like, they just, like, cast – themselves I actually found it through an influencer so like it's crazy like you get this like insane network of people that are just so special and they're doing so many good things yeah um there's also a lot of like really good body positivity accounts out there I don't follow as many of them um because they all kind of blend but there's one I really like um I think her name's like Danae Dana Mercer something like that love her account because she literally shows how influencers fake pose so she'll do something and she'll like show like all the things that you have to do and then sit normal and be like i'm literally it's the same person and i think that's so important for girls super important because it's all fake it's all photoshop it's It's not real like the one thing i'm proud of myself is i post a lot of shit without makeup a lot of shit without filters you do everything on my actual post post is 100 percent gonna be whoever the photographer is and what they like to do with photos. But you're not, like, changing your face. Oh, hell it's, it's more no. just, like, smoothing out, like, your your skin. Oh, yeah. Making things look a little softer. Yeah. But you're not, like, making your cheekbones higher, yeah. filling your lips oh, or, like, your no. boobs or anything. Like, Absolutely no. not. Well, and I take my own photos, and I don't have Photoshop because I'm not going to pay for it. So yeah. I literally, like, edit the photos I post of myself, my self-portraits, in, like, two minutes. So... 
I don't think I can do that much damage. And then that's more of like fixing light kind of thing, like lights and shadows. Again, it's not like changing your body or bringing in your ways. I wouldn't know how to do it if I I tried. I don't know. I couldn't do it. But yeah, so those, I don't know. Oh, and then the other account that I follow, I'm going to have to send these to you. But there's another one. I think her name's like Celeste Barber, something like that. She's fucking hilarious. So she'll like see a model do this like insane pose because models are fucking talented. Oh yeah. And it is so hard to do it. Um, I'm like bare bones on the levels of what ladies are doing, but she'll like fit, she'll try to do it, but she's like a comedian too. So it's like all like insane. I'll show you all these, but they're amazing. Um, but I don't know. So it's kind of cool in a weird way. I do live like a double life, like you said, but in a weird way, like, and I told you this when I met you, like Monroe, I think is like the piece of me where I don't give a fuck what society thinks and I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. Um, and like me, I'm me. And I think like the ultimate, like what would be incredible one day is to not have to hide the two of them. Yeah. Like they would be able to like come together and it's like, here I am. Although like, I feel like Monroe's getting more and more that way now that more people know it. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, and you know, people will be like, what do you do? And like, I do it very generally. I'm like, this is what I do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but, but yeah, I don't know. It's super fun. And I, like, I don't know, in my, like, brain, I'm, like, this is, like, the path I want, like, to, like, keep going down. I mean, obviously, I need to make money, so that's, like, the next So then how would you, would brands pay you to wear their stuff? Is that how that would work? I think eventually you hit that level. I don't know how far I could get there. And that's kind of where I'm, like, "Ah, that's where I get, like, stumped on what I want to do. Because, obviously, there's, like, the no-brainer, like, OnlyFans which you don't have one why do you not have one which i tell you all the time you should have one because your pictures are so sexy you should be paying (laughs) you should be paying you to see these women i know i know i've thought about it i thought about it i think for me it's that final layer of defense that if my job ever heaven forbid found out you have an only fans air quote that would be like i i've just heard stories that like a teacher in some country city or you know somewhere in the south had an only fans and who the fuck knows what's on it but her school found out. I mean, that one's a little different because, like, she teaches children. So, I mean, like, it's not the same circumstance. But so you, you have a big girl job. You have a job that's serious that people and to see that. And a job that, that pays like, me well and I like yeah. and I enjoy and, like, I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm very much against that. I think it's bullshit. I think whatever I do in my free time on my own dime really shouldn't fucking matter. As long as you're not fucking kids or animals, I don't care what you're doing. Right? Or killing like, people. Yeah. We're going to throw that one in there. Yeah. <laughs> Torturing yeah. No murder, all, all no. those things. Well, like all the things that, yeah. But like if you, wa- if you want to express you your sexuality. you want to be sexual, sexy, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't, and I also think that if things like, it's crazy. There's like this thing floating around. Um, Erica Lust, she is a female pornographer. Okay. Um, super fascinating. Read up about her. Okay. She's super cool. There's something like going around like my MM post where basically, um, I'm going to paraphrase this and butcher it, but it's like when, when society um, takes away like drawings of women vaginas and censors female nipples but doesn't censor male nipples it teaches us that we should belittle ourselves and our bodies or something like it Oof. was so po- like yeah it was so much better than that gave me chills I, yeah Oof. me too actually oh my, wow. god. <laughs> oh my god but but yeah and i read that and i was like that's so fucking true yeah like i mean in a weird way like the censorship honestly is a money maker though because then you're like oh you can't see my nipples on instagram but you can pay on OnlyFans. like True. if i ever did it that's probably as far as it, it literally would be exactly what i post uncensored yeah i don't know how much people would be like what the fuck <laughs> well i mean but that's thing with OnlyFans. like 
If that's the only place, yeah, it's up to you. It's up to them. And if that's the only place where they get to see your areolas, like. And honestly, and I think that's what, that's the other part that like scares me. I don't have like legal experience to know this. Like once, obviously once it's on the internet, it's there forever. I have made the conscious choice that what is currently on the internet, I'm okay with being on the internet. Yeah. Um, not to say I'm like scared of my nipples or anything, but it's just another layer. Like it's just another level of like, God damn it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not kidding. Every now and then I do like a little search. I search myself. I Google my real name. Everybody should do all it. All the time. I do it literally like every three months. There you go. Actually, every time someone makes a fake bot account of my Monroe account, I do it. Just to like yeah. do a pulse check and be like, are you fucking kidding me? I have a bunch of like high school stats, like my like sports stats that yeah. come up and then Facebook things and that's it. Like yeah. nothing too crazy. I have like a lot of work stuff, like things through my job that come okay. up because my name is obviously published in yeah. the universe. Um, not a lot. And the Monroe never crosses. So, cause that's, and I always, and I always, so when I Google myself, I Google Monroe musings and see okay. what comes up too. I do nice. both. It's like a little pulse check. Yeah. Just to make sure. It's always yeah. good to check up on yourself. But I don't know. I think money wise, like, I think I need to make the website, like the actual website where mm-hmm. I like post. I also like travel and I like have good travel advice so I could like make something with yeah. that. Um, I was telling, <laughs> I was telling our friend Kai, I was telling Kai, I was like, I think I'm going to make a book. About my crazy, like, shit and all my friends' crazy shit. Yeah. And obviously, I'm going to need them to give me some stuff, but I've had some crazy shit happen. And I think I'm going to call it, like, the X-Files. I need to find, like, EX. Ah, I like that. And every chapter, potentially, is going to be, like, a new fuckboy. I like that. To write about it. I like that. Because I do like writing. So, like, I think if I ever make money, I'm just going to need to get royalty checks because I'm a lazy person. Okay. I don't know. It's hard to keep up on MM. Like, I owe a million people responses about photo shoots because that's the other thing that's wild with it. A lot of my shoots are paid. I pay for my shoots. And we've talked about this. I like that because I'm in control of the content. And mm-hmm. I'm in control of where it goes. And nowadays, like, everyone has a fucking OnlyFans. And so, like... And everyone's a photographer. And quote. everyone's a photographer. <laughs> and, like, I don't know. I'm I'm a lot more weird about... If... I'm fine with, like, lingerie shoots. Mm-hmm. With whoever and whatever. I mean... I mean, I still look at quality checks and I still like look at these people and I'm like, if I don't like what you're producing, I'm not going to work yeah. with you. Um, but it's starting to happen a lot more frequently, I would say. Of just getting shitty of getting, people? Uh, no, of just getting outreach, like people trying to like schedule shoots. But like a lot of people are like pretty demanding. They're like, you know, I don't respond. And like two days later, they're like, hello. Or they'll like, like the message. So that it really, bumps. if you like an Instagram message, it bumps it up on like a list oh which like i appreciate but i'm also like this is not my real job yeah like, i literally work eight to five monday through friday if not more fuck off yeah if i want to talk to you i'll talk to you yeah um and i i think like it's funny because a lot of models i follow there a lot of them are like i will only work with certain people now and i get it yeah i really do because when you find like that trust that comfort yeah yeah because i mean it, i'm like 30 like I I know and I I started this when I was like 25 like I was not this young girl and I get real scared about what can happen to girls like there's a lot of creepy dudes out there there's a lot of creepy dudes that just they're like oh I'm a nude photographer I do bourgeois and you're like you just want to see my butthole like I'm not comfortable and 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 there is like you're saying that fine line of being artistic and then this is porn and it's like uh and not to say porn's bad but it's like not that's bad, not what but I'm that's, going that's for. not what we're going for and no. that's not what I want out on the world I want to be like I want my photos to be so fucking beautiful that and they could end up in a goddamn museum they will like, one day thank you 
I'll build a museum just for you. Museum of Emily. And then we're going to charge $85. <laughs> to <laughs> in, in Amsterdam. Here's your card. You're good for three months. You can come in as many times as you want. Just check in on the app first. Maybe. Dude, hell That's not yeah. That's a bad idea. Maybe. I, mm. We can call it the Titty Palace. The Titty Palace. The Titty like Palace. That. And it can be shaped like boobs. Or we could call it uncensored. Oh, there you go. I like that. I like words. <laughs> I like lamp. I like lamp. <laughs> I like lamp. I like lamp. <laughs> I like but no, but yeah, I don't know. Shoot, yeah, it's fun though. But yeah, shoots. I got some shoots coming up. I'm excited. Your shoots are always um, bourgeois, but like, are they with certain companies or is it anything fun? Um, I will be shooting locally soon uh, with Puff and Alex again. Oh my god, that set was beautiful. I'm yeah, I'm obsessed with them. So yeah. I got, I bought a bunch of lingerie. Okay. And so I like have a bunch of new stuff. I don't have this. So like the companies that are sending me stuff, I don't have yet. Okay. Um, but I'm going to shoot with Roberto, the one, the Amsterdam, like the Netherlands, the Dutch photographer. Um, we were supposed to shoot in October in London and then he got COVID. Oh. <laughs> and so we had to postpone oh, struggles. it. I know, but it's going to be better. So I'm supposed to shoot with him. So I'm really fucking excited um, because I haven't shot with him since pre-COVID. And that's going to be when you travel to Amsterdam. And to Amsterdam? Yeah, because he's based there. So originally we were going to have it him go to the UK. But then when I like got this trip approved, I was like, oh, fuck, this is even better. And it's like more affordable for him, too. There you go. I care about people. I don't know. I want them to do it. But I'm really excited. Um, and then I have some other ones that I need to, like, figure out if I'm going to do or not. Okay. It's kind of the, like, what is it? Like, TFP, Trade for Photos. What is that? Is that the trade, trade for Trade or something. Trade for Trade or whatever that acronym yeah. is. I have people that have reached out that would be unpaid. But I think I've just, like, hit this point where if I don't pay for the photos, I will not do it any nudity. Yeah. Unless I really fucking trust them. Yeah. And I will go to the shoot and decide if I trust them when I get yeah. there. Because, nope. It's mine. If anyone's going to sell that shit, it's me. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, and that, that's how it should be. And that's something that I think girls don't think about when they do that. And, like, those dudes have those pictures on their computer forever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, they could do whatever they want with them. But there is now... You can sue somebody if they, like... Because, what, what's it called? Um revenge porn or whatever oh, like you I can go like after people because if like people take your stuff off of only fans or something you can go after them oh, so I there is that, that but still it's like you consented to take these pictures you know what i mean like it's obviously you in the picture like at your butthole and the photographer like, owns the rights yeah the photographer owns the rights and it's like this just some random dude that hits you up on instagram with a camera yeah no for sure I, emily radajowski wrote like a really really powerful I she think was I had on, to read that, right? I, I read it, and then she came on Call Her Daddy and talked about it on Call Her Daddy, and that experience was crazy, and it's so scary to think of girls go through that all the fucking time. I know. And you're, and like, people may, may be like, well, like, you, you could have just said no, like, you could just stop, like, she did, she did say no, she did try to stop, and then yeah. you feel so weird and trapped, and she was... And her, her people put her there. Oh, I know. Like that, and that's what's crazy, too, is that, like, it was, like, her actual people it's that are insane. supposed to take care of her, like, put her in this bad situation. And then no one believes her. And he comes out with books later. It's, like, these are literally pictures of me. It's, yeah. That, and I can't do anything about it. That was, like, insane to me. And what's wild is, like, there's been a couple of photographers <clears throat> that I've worked with that have been circulated on Instagram. Like, these people are fucking creeps. Never work with them. I never had experiences with them, so I'm not going to, like, shout out any identity, but it's wild. And I think a lot of it is my age. I think I don't do this, like, full-time. 
Um, not that that probably makes a difference at all either. I think I'm a really good judge. Like I said, I think I'm just a really good judge of characters, like, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also older. Like, and I, I don't know, you think of things different. Like, yeah. the, the, like, free lingerie and, like, getting these shoots and, like, you know, organically growing to be considered, like, influencer levels. Like, that's super cool. But it it's not the only thing that I have going for me, which is why, like... I think it's a little different. I'm not desperate, right? Like, yeah. a lot of these cases are girls that are desperate. And they're just excited, and they don't fully understand yeah. what they're getting into. But if anyone is going to, like, start taking naked photos not of themselves, like, also, here's the other thing. Take them of yourself. Like, at the beginning, like, take them of yourself and get so comfortable in your own fucking skin. Yeah. But if you do start doing boudoir shots and you do start doing this kind of stuff, my other word of advice is whether it's a male, female, couple, whatever, whoever photographer you're ever going to work with, unless it is yourself or your friend who you love and trust, always, always, always send the address, the information, the yes. phone, yeah, literally anything and everything about the person that you're about to meet. The other thing that I do is I share my location live. Yeah. And I have it live until the shoot ends. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, obviously my phone could like disappear, but at least they have a last spot I was Yeah, at. a last spot you're paying. I mean, for like, worst case at scenario. the end of the day, like that is so important, I mm-hmm. think. And so that's that's my other words of advice. If you're going to yeah. start living I was going to ask life. what you would say, yeah. Yeah, because people are sketch. They're super sketch. They're super fucking sketchy. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Keep you posted on like the, what I'm going to do to make money. <laughs> I go back and forth all the fucking time on OnlyFans. If I'm being yeah. completely honest, I think the thing that kills me, it has such a shitty connotation. Well, there's so many different platforms now. There's like Fansly and then there's, which isn't, I didn't know there was that many. Yeah. Cause Wiz Khalifa or somebody came out with their own platform, I think. When OnlyFans was gonna change their whole rules oh, and God. everything, people that like was horrible. Yeah, they so there's there's other ones out there, and OnlyFans wasn't started for porn. I believe it was sports stuff that it was started for. Wait, yeah, because really? it's OnlyFans for like sports fans oh, to post really? things. Yeah, then why I'm is pretty it the sure. key the lock? Because you gotta have the key to get in, maybe because you're the only fan. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I never thought of that. It's a dick going in a vagina, yeah, man. That's why I guess I can't see. So it. many buttholes it's, I see. It probably <sighs> is a sports thing, man. <laughs> so on OnlyFans, do you like follow other people on it as an OnlyFans creator? So I, I follow free pages to like see what girls are posting to get like things to do and and to kind of see like what they're putting out their con, which is like. I don't do anything crazy on there. Like, yeah, no vagina, no butthole. Yeah. Like, the whole thing of, like, it lives forever. Like, oh, I'm just 100%. not comfortable. You told me about that. Yeah, I'm just not comfortable with my butthole being out there forever. Like, I don't want to be, like, 80 years old and my kids being like, look, Grandma! Like, I found your butt! <laughs> I found your butthole! I'm like, wow, it used to look so great. Like, yeah. So, I, I follow free pages, and, and then those are just pages where, like, people will post or, like, pay to get their posts put up there that, that they'll feed. Um, but I don't pay to see anybody's page on there. Yeah. So I follow like six girls yeah. or something, maybe seven, yeah. maybe 10, but like not a lot, but it's just more to like see what they're doing and just kind of get ideas. And... I technically have an account cause I, I wanted to have the, the, the name, the name. um, but I think I followed like free accounts for a while. Just, yeah. I mean, it's people I already follow. And then I'm like literally everything on their page is behind a paid wall. So I'm like, I have no idea what you're posting yeah. on this. Then there's that too. Yeah. yeah. So the ones I follow do have some paid walls and, and then some that aren't because there's ones that's like free, but with the paywall, but then there's ones that are free and it's not like a spam account, but it's just like other girls pages that they're advertising oh, for that's them. Interesting. Yeah. That's so cool, you can, though. so you have both on it. Huh? 
Yeah, so it's, it's an know, interesting world. Me. There's Patreon, too. Some people use that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's an older one. I feel like that's mm-hmm. been around for a lot longer. But I think they restrict more on what you can post on it. Do they? I think. I think that's what I've heard. Because I think I asked someone about it once, and they were like, yeah, you just can't do, like, as much. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think their, their money system is more, like, a subscription base. So it's, like, you, like, donate, like, two bucks a month, and then you get, like, this. Or, There's, like, or, tiers. Yeah, tiers. So it's, like, based on what you're paying, you get different content, which sounds like more work to me personally. Oh, yeah, it seems like more work. I was I was thinking if I do one, that one might be the one I do just because there's different layers. Yeah. Um, But I don't know, man. I don't know. I get real, real... Every time I'm, like, I'm going to do it, I'm, like... <sighs> I think what I... You know, it's always so funny because I was like, well, if, if I hit, like, 10,000 fans, maybe I'll do it. And then I hit it, and I was like, well, maybe I need to A <laughs> hundred million fans, and then but you'll then see I my But then I also was like, if I actually post... So, like, say... I, so, the website, like, the domain's, like, 35 bucks a year, right? And, like, you're a money person, and I respect the shit out of you for that. So, then mm-hmm. I think like you, and I'm like, okay. If I have to pay... a year, whatever that is per month, it's like two bucks. Um, But then I have to pay an additional, let's say, 20 bucks a month just to have a website. Because if I ever did it, it would be on a website. Mm -hmm. It would be a website with all of my, like, brand, like, collaborate. Like, it would be, like, a professional portfolio website, and it would be, like, buried in, like, the contact me section. Okay. It wouldn't just be, like, a link tree. Yeah. no offense if anyone has a link tree i mean that's what i have i'm not i don't have a website yet but it's just easy for now well but you're also like not, you haven't given a fuck yeah i just aim into that sister like you know like <laughs> like you have not given a fuck whereas for me i've spent a very large amount of energy giving a fuck for yeah. a very long time so i don't want to just be like fuck it <laughs> i remember some days i'm like god damn it um but and the other thing is and this is gonna sound really bad but i think like a little piece of me also is like don't think what if no one subscribes. Oh, like, girl, are you kidding me? That's why that I'm like, you make so, so much money. I know that sounds so dumb. Everyone has that thought, though. But again, you have 10,000 followers. I so, like, know. talk and math, like, a certain percentage one of those are, are going to at least do, like, one month. I did month the little scanning thing on, like, OnlyFans' website where it's, like, you put your follow. It, before you sign up, it has this thing where it's like, enter your followers to figure out how much money you can potentially make. What? And so, like, it, like, scan, like, it's bullshit. They can't guarantee any of it, but I'm like, mm, 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 and I do it every now and then. It's super Just fun. like based off of your numbers saying if like 10% of the, your followers came in, you know, whatever. Okay. It's huh. wild. But then I think about it and I'm like, I don't know. Like I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's to be determined eventually. But I do think if I did it, I would have a website yeah. that would have like a bunch of other stuff on it, which again, that's work. I can barely sometimes keep up with posting. Yeah. So that's where the other layer is. Like It's a lot. It, it's a lot. It's a second job, mm-hmm. if I'm being completely honest. And you hear that with everyone who, like, becomes successful through art is that, like, most of the time they have to have, like, a society-approved job before they can get the job they actually want. Yeah. Um, But it would be dope. I mean, like, it would be cool to, like, I always have this, like, I want to build, like, an, a Monroe empire and, mm. like, you know, do, like, either lingerie collaborations. Like, it would be so cool to see, like, a brand I respect with the little X and then it's, like, Monroe Museums. Like, yeah. That would be so cool. It's going to happen. And, like, Jen. I love Jen. So, oh. like, oh, a Jen one. Oh, my God. That'd be awesome. So, like, I have these, like, big dreams, but I'm, like, okay, but I got to, like, get money and then I need cash. And then the other thing is, like do I need an LLC? Do I need to set up like this other account so that like all of this money is like, I don't know. There's, 
these are the these are the things that happen when you're old and you think about doing this. You're like, what about my taxes? Am I going to have a tax bracket? Like, I don't want to pay for our taxes. They already take enough, right? I'll like, just say like averagely okay. Like two dollars a month. No, yeah. no, no. Although I did have a friend once that was like, if you fuck, I'm not gonna do good at math right now. Uh, You're talking to the wrong person. But it's something it where it's like, if you sold a hundred at a certain price. A hundred of one thing at a certain price, you can become like a millionaire or like, okay. like it's, I don't know, do the math, a million divided by some low and nominal amount. And so like when my friend told me that once, they were like, if you sold one thing, one, you, you came up with one thing that was worth $12 and you sold a hundred of them, you're at 1200 bucks. And if you sold 120, like, you know, you know, mm-hmm. I picked a wrong number because I'm <laughs> math. Move it's the, late. Zero. <laughs> like, what? But I don't know. So then the other sad part is, is I think of that because then I'm like, well, if I have 10,000 followers and let's say I charge $5, well then I'm at five. Dude, I charge 18 for $50,000. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, so then I do that. And that's just subscription fees. And so then I do that math. And so then I like think about it and then I'm like, then I just cash out and then it's done and then it's gone. Exactly. And I go through this exactly. like mafia brain. Do stuff. it for like a year or two, make a shit ton of money, pull all your shit offline and then just. Right. Bye. That'd be dope. Yeah. I always want to be that person that like, I want to be the Oprah of like my life where I can just like have so much wealth that I can just like give it to my friends. Oh, you know, like my birthday, same. I was stressed out because I had to ask people to spend money to come to my birthday. Like That's I would love goal. to have so much fucking money that I'm like brunches on me. And we're flying in that PJ right there. Let's right. go. Let's go, right. bitches. <laughs> That's the dream. Which so, we didn't find a sugar daddy on your brunch, but we'll just have to go back and find this one. We got to go back. And we got to get there earlier. Yeah. We got to go when it's not like a huge group too. I think yeah. people were like, God damn, I miss those people. I don't feel like we were rowdy or anything. No, though. we weren't. But I think they were all like, what is this? This is not a place for this. <laughs> it's my birthday. Okay. It was the best bottomless brunch. I've it never been to a place they leave the bottles on the table. Dangerous, yeah. but amazing. I liked it. Because you didn't have and to the, wait for them to fill it up. Yeah. And then I liked the bottle holders. They were all made of like granite it was so stone. Fancy. Mm-hmm. It was so fancy. I liked, I liked it. it. I did too. Good 30th. You should go back. Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> we'll get you super dressed up and fancy and just sit there and look hot. Yeah. And just stare aggressively. It was there. really fun to pick out my outfit. Kai definitely helped because I had no idea what to wear that day. Thank you. It was all my lingerie. It was fun. That's like, I think that's the other thing that I've learned too is like society is becoming a little bit more acceptable of like lingerie as outerwear. Yeah. That's been really cool to watch. Yeah. So I like that too. I remember uh, one of the TikToker ladies like went out one night in like a lacy top and they're like, oh my God, she's wearing a bralette. And it's like, it looks cute. It looks like a sports bra, but it's late. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's the same. Don't even get me started on this debate. Oh, let's hear oh it. Oh my God. Let's hear it. So I, I wrote a, a post, like a, a blog about it when I, I just need to make this fucking website. That's my goal. That's my goal this year. Um, it is actually my goal this year is to like, you guys heard it. it. We're all going to check up at the end yeah. of the year and see where Emily's at with her life. Um, but yeah. So a long time ago when I first started Monroe, um, I wrote this post and it was called sink or swim. Okay. And basically it was like, and I haven't read it in a while, so I probably would like finesse it if I republished it. But Basically, I was like, okay, and this has obviously changed a little bit because, like, clothes have gotten a lot more fucking scandalous. Oh, like, yeah. bathing suits and shit are insane. Kylie but, swimwear, you see that shit? But at the time I wrote it, I was like, how is it 
that if I walked down the street in a bra, like lingerie, and not even like sheer open cup, like just a bra, just a bra and a thong. Why is it that if I walked on the street, I would be like a harlot and a slut and like I need a fucking red A on my chest. But if I wore a string bikini that was Brazilian, no one gives a fuck. How is it? It's different it's fabrics. Legitimately like, the same. I think it's, it's the, the connotation thing. that lingerie. Most people are like lingerie sexy. equals sex. Sexy times. Oh my god, they're gonna fuck. Oh my god, you're trying to get laid. Oh my god, heaven fucking forbid a girl wants to ha- get an orgasm. No, we can't have it. No, banish it. Cover those nipples, bitches. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> Put your areola away, bitch. Right, but it's, like it doesn't make it, sense. It just so I wrote about it, and like it was just kind of like fuck it, like. Yeah. And so I don't know. I, that if I if I wrote a post that would be like the landing page. Something I like, like that. that. I like that. No, it's a very double-edged sword when it cuz there's like swimsuit tops like people wear like during the summer you wear it out to the store and no one would judge you but if you walk in in a bra they're going to be like what are you do what are you doing? I know. Like I my know. bra actually covers more than my swimsuit top does. This is more appropriate for walking into Walmart right now. And it goes back to like the big boobs versus little boob debate too. Like See, real talk like it's different. It's insanely different. A girl with smaller boobs, like if she wears a super deep V jumpsuit, oh my God, she's fierce as fuck. I wear that and it's like, okay, yes, slut. Get the I'm fuck offended. inside. Right? I'm offended. Oh, and, and what sucks about it, it's usually girls that are doing the judgy part. Really? Uh, they used to be. Hmm. Girls were super, super judgy to me. I don't get it. I know. Girls should just like hype each other up. Exactly. Exactly. We all have boobs. We all have vaginas. Let's just support each other with it and be happy about it. Yeah, but usually it's not. I mean, guys are... I feel like guys aren't as judgy. They're the ones paying for it. Yeah, and I just think they're happy for boobs. (laughs) You know, they're just... They are fun. (laughs) They are like fun bags. And they're soft. They're They're so so soft soft. and fluffy. I know. Girls are just soft. They're just like... And girls are just like genuinely pretty. Yeah. Like, girls are fun to look at. They're... They're... Gorgeous. Of art. Like, I, exactly. How can you? Guys are like, eh, you know, there's some that are like, and then others you're like, ooh. I just feel like there's so much more appeal to the woman's body, and I feel like we're just built in a more like sexy, attractive way of like how like our legs curve and like the curve of our back and like a little like indent that you have in the back of your spine or like oh, back yeah. to you know what I mean, just like little yeah. things like that, like. When guys take nudes, it's like, here's my dick. When girls take nudes, you're like, oh, here's my thigh. Here's my butt. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, guys, like, like yeah. cool, that's your biceps. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, and I, I think, too, and I think this is the part that I hope, like, people will figure out at some point. I think the thing is, is females are so unique. Yes. The shape of human, like, the shape of men are also unique, but they're a lot more conformed. Definitely. Whereas I, never I can go that. to the gym 20 times a week. You can go to the gym 20 times a week, and we will never look roughly the same. No. Because we are completely different builds, heights, yeah. et cetera. And, yeah. I think that's what, and I think that's what makes me so sad about, like, the increase of plastic surgery. Again, yeah. that's another day. But that, I think that's what makes me so sad. Is everybody just trying to look the same? I literally can look. go to bars, and I'm like, they're everywhere. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's they're old town for people. you, man. It, That's fucking... Crazy. They're just plastic Barbies. But you, I see it more and more on the account. I started unfollowing accounts that I used to follow because they've gotten so much plastic surgery that I'm like, the reasons that I started following you and your aesthetic is now gone. Damn. Like, your originality is gone. Yeah. Not all of them, but I don't know. But to each their own. People yeah. want it, get it done. I mean, hey, I want my lips done. That's all I want. It's a little more fillage on you my lips. You need to. 
you always say that, and I appreciate that. But, but just you really don't for a little to. bit. I just have such a small mouth. But like, wanna... but it's yours. This is true. It's yours, and true. it makes you you, and no one else can ever have that. And, and if you go to a girl. doctor's office, you are gonna have the same lips as everyone else. As everyone else, because yeah. they literally pick it out of a catalog. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. know. Is that how it works? I think it's like pictures. I think <laughs> I it's like pictures it based on like your lip shape. <laughs> They're like, okay, your lips are more shaped like this than like this is how we'd go about it. Um, I don't know. Because like it doesn't last forever. They yeah. go away. So like when I start making more money, shaking my titties, then we'll get our lips done and see how it looks. Because Mar got hers done a couple months ago. I love it. Does like, it go away? Uh, it goes away in like... It's like eight months to a year or something. I mean, it's maybe not. I think it's longer than that, actually. Um, but your body does absorb it eventually. Yeah. And there are ones that absorb slower and like absorb faster based on like what it is. But it's not going to be there um, unless you get like silicone, like breast implants. Like those aren't going Which away. Those, those can are. cause. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's not. I, I would never get. And also funny, when I was a kid, I used to get bullied for not having boobs. It wasn't the fact that I was five inches taller than all the yeah. guys. It was the fact that I didn't have boobs. So for the longest time, I wanted to get a boob job. Because they were jealous of it. Yeah. And then now it's like, I don't fucking ever wear a bra. Like, why would I get a boob job? And I. would have to wear a bra. Because I have to wear a bra. And I know um, girls that have gotten boob jobs. I used to work with this one lady. She was older and she got her boobs done back in the day. And she was having crazy problems with her body and nobody could figure it out and she got her implants taken out and everything stopped it was literally poisoning her oh yeah i've heard about that i've seen it i've seen a lot of it it's like a big movement what's it called uh going septic Mm -hmm. and it's like you don't even realize it or they'll pop inside of you and one day your boobs just deflated like (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) oh i shouldn't laugh talk about a shitty morning (laughs) pop your boob in your sleep you're like not again do you have any last minute wrapping up thoughts? Um, I would love to come back and talk oh, about more stuff. Totally, I'll just girl. make you a list of all kinds of oh, stuff. Oh, yes, please. That's um, the whole goal of but, this. But no, I would just say the biggest thing is do you. And like, I think like in a world where everyone is trying to do their best, just be the best version of you because you are so unique. Ooh, snaps and motherfucking like claps, that? bitch. <laughs> I love that. We're going to end on that. Aww. Boom. All right, my little sex kittens. That wraps up this week's episode. What'd you guys think of Emily? She's pretty magical, isn't she? Don't you want to go out and travel and touch some titties? Mm, I know that's what I want to do. At least touch Emily's boobs. Guys, go give that bitch a follow on Instagram. I'm going to link her profile in the show notes. You are going to want to see her titties. You're going to want to see that butt. She is just the whole enchilada. So I hope you guys are freaking hungry. And I hope you're ready to gaze upon some extra sexy beautifulness. Thank you guys all for hanging out and listening. If you haven't given me a review yet, I'd really appreciate your good vibes and good thoughts. Four stars, cool, but five star is even better. I release new episodes every Tuesday. If you guys haven't followed me on Instagram yet, follow me at Raven After Dark Pod. If you want to see my titties, subscribe to my OnlyFans. And I hope to see you all next week. Thanks for hanging out, guys.